Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dove Sick. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I went to the methadone clinic today and I met some really cool people and saw some that I already met before and um, I was really grateful my friend Sam came by last night just to drop off some um, uh, gloves and um, socks to hand out to the homeless and um, so I was able to bring that out uh, with me today some of them I mean I didn't take everything but um, and Yeah, I met, I met one guy that, he's a, um, backslidden Christian, and he's just struggling, he really wants to get clean, but he's scared, and I don't know, um, I understand, you know, it's, he's, he's afraid he wouldn't be able to handle it mentally, and I get that. Um, well, the physical and mental go together, but, um, I'm really going to be praying for him because he said he actually wanted to go to the program at the dream center, but he didn't want to kick Carolyn cold turkey, which (laughs) again, I understand. (laughs) Um, but, um, oh, I got his number. I should tell him. Uh, this other guy had told me about a detox at Brotman in Culver City. I've been there before, but I didn't go through any detox there. Or wait, did I? No, because Daniel Freeman is different. Well, anyways, um, Daniel Freeman was good too. Uh, I didn't even feel like I went through any kind of withdrawals because they had me so drugged up. <laughs> um, but from what this guy told me about Brotman, he said that he kicked like in a week and he was able to stay clean for like uh, a few months afterwards until, yeah, his, he got in an argument or his girlfriend started using or something. And so that messed up. But um, yeah, uh, I guess they give you lots of, um, benzos, and, but they'll take you in, like, the emergency room right away, I guess, and, uh, you'll just be, um, first on benzos, and then, I think, Suboxone, or no, Subutex. And, uh, yeah, um, that's probably kind of like what I went through, but they didn't give me any benzos, they just, like, made me kick for some, a few days, I forgot how long before they gave me Subutech, or, I can't remember if it was Suboxone or Subutech, but, anyway, um, 
I think that would be cool to, if it's just like a week, to be able to do that and then go into the Dream Center program. That would be really cool. I don't know. Maybe I already talked about that here. I don't remember. I've been running around. I talked to so many people and and then by the time I talk in here, I don't even remember what I said. But, um... Anyways, I was thinking earlier, well, today I'm not eating, and um, I'm just reading and not doing social media, Um, reading, I'm almost done again for like the fifth time of reading the book he came to set the captives free by rebecca brown md and man that book's so good i just get so much out of it every time i read it but um i uh i really i i bought seven copies of that recently just to hand out to people because if they'll read it I don't know why people don't like to read like books from you know physical books that you can hold in your hand (laughs) Um, I guess from all the you know online stuff I mean Kindle or I don't remember I don't know the names of all the things that you can read that I don't know just be on the phone all day 24-7 and I'm guilty of being on there so much sometimes because I don't know when I use the phone though I get really lazy um even I prefer to use my bible well I've got one two three four Um, well, just on my bed. <laughs> um, I've got three, and then I've got one, two, three, four. I gave one away recently. I got like four or five on my bookcase, but in different versions. And uh, my favorite is my my Thompson chain reference that I just recently got and then my study Bible and then the one I take to church that's light enough so I'm not aching by the time I get out (laughs) um but so and I've been praying a lot um for so many people I just man Sometimes it's hard. I mean, I fast, I pray, I, I really, I just want to see change. I, I want to see people's lives changed, and you know, I mean, that's not my job, but. It'd be nice to see <laughs> something. I mean, there's like pe- some people that I have been praying for for years, and you know, where I fast and I pray, and 
I just don't see anything. I'm like, Lord, what's going on? You know, I mean, and then I was, oh my gosh, one of my friends, I loved him so much. I just saw such an amazing, I mean, calling on his life. I just, I prayed and fasted for this person and, but maybe the, the reason why I was doing that was because, well, God knew what was going to happen. I mean, <sighs> this guy, he really, he used to tease me when we first met because I was a Christian and I probably shared this before, but, um, Yeah, he said he became a Muslim when he was in the army and did, you know, like, prayer five times a day to the east or whatever, and, um, but he kind of came to the conclusion that no religion, you know, didn't work. Religion didn't work, which, yeah, I agree, because I don't like religion either, it's about a relationship with God, but he, um, he, he seemed very, I guess, maybe angry at God, I don't know, but I sensed something about him that he had some Christian background, or knew, I don't, I can't, I can't explain it, but I, from the first time I met him, I thought, oh my gosh, like, I just saw something on him, in him, I don't know, and so I kept trying to talk to him about the Lord, and he teased me, and, um, challenged me, and I was just like, whatever, dude, I mean, I just became his friend, and we used to play dominoes together all the time and with a few other guys when I lived at the hostel and um yeah I just I mean we actually became friends and really good friends and uh he and another friend of mine or his best friend and and another guy we saw all play um bones, dominoes together, and just, um, we had a lot of fun, I mean, gosh, we played almost every night, <laughs> so, probably not a good, uh, way to use our time, but, you know, hey, um, we had a lot of fun, but, so, yeah, when I decided, when, when I got, found a place, and I, was moving, I gave him my Bible, and he actually let me pray for him, and by this time, he wasn't calling, saying the Lord's name in vain in front of my face anymore, he would say beans, rice, and Jesus Christ when he got mad, and, um, yeah, he and his best friend, like, they, or, and the other guy, they 
came over when I got my new apartment and they brought me the the crock pot that I use all the time and and for my birthday and um a gift card um for Amazon and yeah they're just really cool and I'm still trying to get his best friend to surrender to God and he actually has like I don't know I think he's thinking now even though you know I don't know for sure what's up with them because I haven't seen him for about a year but we still text every now and then and I'm praying for him too because he needs a job but um yeah but this guy other guy he he passed away like just last year about this time and I was just broken so oh my gosh I mean it was like a shock because I I don't know I don't know like I thought maybe I don't know I thought God was gonna save him it was crazy I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and I couldn't sleep I was restless and I was praying and then um I just prayed and prayed and I don't even remember what I was praying for I prayed I probably prayed for him I prayed for just whoever everybody that I usually pray for and then I finally fell back asleep and woke up at eight and when I looked at my phone I had like I had about I don't know how many phone uh texts and I was just I was going what what's going on and I looked at my phone and it was all people from the hostel and they didn't say what and then when I uh, I can't remember I think one of my friends uh, Jeff called and just straight out no beating around the bush just said Remy's dead and I died last night and I was like what It was just, uh, my heart. And I don't even know how I started talking about this, but maybe because I just saw a picture of him from my Google pictures or whatever popped up. Um, a picture of when I beat him in Domino's. <laughs> and I took a picture because... Uh, I got the highest score you could get, and he's sitting there kind of mad. (laughs) But anyways, um, so, yeah, um, I was was so upset, and kind of reminded me of when my friend P died, same kind of person, amazing, and just, wow, so anyways, long story short, he, um, I mean, I was crying and praying, and for days, and one day, or night, I can't remember if it was day or night, and I don't know if it was a vision or a dream, it was kind of crazy, but I, had, I think it was a vision of him, 
in heaven and uh, well not to be mean I was kind of shocked but um and I just saw him and he had on he had his big smile he always had he had an amazing smile and he just said I barely made it thank you for your prayers and I really believe that was from God I don't you know I I I don't know. He died in his sleep, so who knows what happened between and I I don't know the situation of what what happened or how I I don't think his autopsy ever revealed anything, but I don't I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I'm just going to hold on to that vision, but anyways, I was thinking about all the people that I pray for and I wonder if it does anything with my prayers I mean but then I was talking to somebody today and I thought you know there are a lot of times that uh, I have prayed and God has answered the my prayer really quick (laughs) and there was one no a couple a friend of mine Joseph that he was at the dream center he left and I don't know what happened to him I don't know where he's at right now but I remember running into him in Hollywood when I was clean and I asked him, you know, what are you doing? Where have you been? And he was, you know, running. Um, and I think, well, I think he was using and selling both. And I was like, um, can I pray for you? You know, you, you got to get right, man. <laughs> So you let me pray for him, and I literally prayed that God would um, do whatever needed to happen so he would come back to the Lord, and I prayed even if that takes him going to jail, and um, yeah, then we parted ways, and a few months later, I saw him walking to church, and I he, I talked to him, and he was like, dude, <laughs> he goes, the day after you prayed for me, I got arrested, <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, but, you know, when he got out, he wanted to get right with God, so that was cool, but, um, and then there was this other guy, uh, I think his name was David, um, he was a heroin addict, and I, w- I was witnessing to him. I met him on the street, and then I brought, I had him go to the Dream Center to look at it so he could see, you know, if he would want to go to the program, and he, he was like, well, I don't know. I know I should, but he was, maybe I'll go tomorrow, and so I prayed for him, and I prayed the same prayer that God would allow whatever needed to happen, <laughs> even if that included going to jail, and for him to, you know, for God, him to come back to 
God. And yeah, uh, then I don't know what happened to him until months later. And I don't even remember how he got... Well, because I was living at the Dream Center then. I got a letter from him from prison. And he told me, I think it was either that same night or the next day, he got arrested. <laughs> so, wow. Um, I, I don't know. I wonder how he is now. Um, hmm. Anyways, so my friend... Uh, one of my friends that is going to the clinic um, now uh, I'm praying for him well I'm praying for a lot of those guys over there man but this particular person is very hard headed and um, I don't know well, I don't want to say. I, I'm just going to be praying. I don't... Uh, I mean, I don't wish anything bad on him or anybody else. But sometimes, for me, jail was a good thing. <laughs> like, in the sense that, at least when I was in jail, I was sober. And I could actually think. And I actually had a break from, you know, being on a mission 24-7. So, you know... um, Gosh, a lot of people in jail or prison get saved or, you know, they get right with God. So, um, I'm just praying God's will. Whatever, you know, because He knows the best way for a person to turn their life around or, you know, for them to surrender. So, yeah. But, um, but I was thinking about how, you know... I was talking to one of the counselors at the clinic today, and um, I was just telling him, like, you know, I'm good going over there and, you know, giving people socks or cup noodle or whatever, and um, but to actually sit down and hang out with them is a different story and I don't know if somebody could actually somebody who's not clean could actually understand that um I think they can because they probably wouldn't even want me around them if I'm not using so I would I would think that but at the same time I was thinking about um when I first became a Christian 30 years ago and you know I was still hanging out not hanging out I'm sorry I was still fresh out of um pretty fresh out of being in the gang and I was still in touch with all my homeboys and I wanted all of them to be saved of course you know so I'm like on this mission to like you know tell everybody about Jesus and about what God had done in my life and delivered me from from drugs and drinking cigarettes whatever and you know I couldn't shut up about God I was just telling everybody and um so one night I had one of my my old homeboys called me 
and he was crying, he was, like, really loaded, and he was like, oh, my God, well, you know, I can't even remember what it was he was saying, but he was all distraught, and he's like, will you come and, you know, come hang out and see me tomorrow, whatever, and trying to be a good friend, um, I, I said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come out, you know, I'll go see you, because I thought maybe he could, he, he would pray with me, <laughs> receive the Lord, so, <clears throat> that next day, I, back then, had a car, I drove out there, and, uh, went to, I don't I went to one of my homeboy's houses and they were all hanging out there and it was very awkward. Um, I mean, it was cool to see them, but at the same time, it definitely wasn't the same. And then they were drinking and then they're like oh let's go over to so-and-so's house and jumped in some one of another guy's car truck and we drove over to another homeboy's and he was I think they were doing meth or coke I can't remember something and I was sitting there going oh god (laughs) oh and no, I don't want any, thank you, and, you know, they were drinking the whole time, and so basically, I had no opportunity to talk about Jesus pretty much the whole time, because they were completely distracted, completely into, you know, getting high, whatever, so I'm just sitting there miserable, and then, uh, by this time, the main friend, the friend that invited me, he was, like, pretty drunk and high, and I didn't know on our way back to where we came from, he had a 9mm semi-automatic, and we're driving, and he saw a, a, a rival gang member and he literally at a red light jumped out of the car and started chasing after this guy and I'm going oh my god oh my goodness so I can't remember if we had to go get him or if he just I think he just came running back and jumped back in the truck but and then we drove to back to his friend's house and hid the gun and seriously about five minutes later the sheriff pulls up and I am like oh my gosh what it was so crazy I they came out and you know questioned us and I'm sitting there just going oh okay yeah okay what if they find something and I'm sitting there with them affiliated hanging out with them and what if 
what am I going to say? Oh, well, um, I was, I, I'm just here because I'm telling them about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's going to go over real, real well. You know, I mean, yeah, that was, um, that was not very smart. And so it was, um, thankfully the cops didn't find anything. They didn't have a warrant or anything, so it's not like they could search the place, but, or inside the house, but, uh, it was, it it was a, a good experience for me because the Lord afterwards told me that I needed to be very wise, bad company corrupts good character, as well as pray and ask him if that's what I should do instead of just leaning on my own understanding and going out there you know trying to I mean you know I I know God knew my heart I just wanted to you know share the Lord (laughs) with them but yeah I'm going back into the enemy's camp you know and um I was not armed, I was not ready, I was, yeah, it wasn't like the Lord told me, yeah, go out there, and, because if he had, it wouldn't have gone that way, um, so, yeah, I, uh, that was a good lesson for me to learn, because, um, my passion can sometimes get me into trouble because you know i my heart i think is is right (laughs) you know i'm just like i want to tell people about jesus but i've learned over the years that you know wisdom wisdom is very important and uh so even with going to the methadone clinic i need to be very wise and preferably have accountability but I have been praying and you know my one friend Rebecca was able to come with me that one time but she's moving back to Texas which I'm I mean I'm happy for her sad for me but um you know I that's why if I'm gonna do it I need to just go hand out you know whatever I've got you know socks whatever gloves and then skedaddle (laughs) get out of there um I still you know I don't I haven't had any desire to use at all I mean at all at all like but that just being in that environment I'm serious I'm so over it (laughs) I'm like I'm so done with that whole lifestyle I don't I it was just yeah the last week I was there and one of the guys you know he pulled out like a whole bunch of uh, needles and you know from the exchange and you know tie and and I'm just oh god I'm yeah I didn't need to see that I didn't even uh, yeah I didn't care to see that I mean it didn't yeah I guess it did bother me a little bit 
like, ugh, ugh, I just was turned off. And it's nothing to do with the person or people out there. I'm not judging them. I, I have to protect myself, you know, it's not... I understand that. I mean, I used to pull out, I used to fix and, you know, cook my dope and just right there out in broad daylight in front of the mission, you know, on Skid Row or wherever I was. I mean, I remember shooting up in my neck, you know, right before the cops pulled up on 6th and San Pedro, just, just, you know, Saturday morning. Um, yeah, I, I, I have no right to judge anybody. I'm not in no way, shape or form. Am I like, am I looking down at anybody doing that? You know, I'm just protecting myself in the sense that it is, I believe that bad company corrupts good character and just if I'm just hanging out, if I'm not there for a reason specifically to be ministering, I have no business being down there. So that's why, I mean, but my heart is, I really, really, really want to reach out to these people at the clinic because they're in such bondage and they don't, well, a lot of them know it. Um, I mean, this girl I was talking to today, she's like, I'm so sick of it. This is my ball and chain, you know, and it's true. I mean, oh, I hated having to go to the clinic every day. And even when I got take-homes, I just, ugh, it got old really fast. And um, so, you know, I want them to know that somebody can get off of methadone and and be free and God wants them to be free and that Jesus has a purpose and a plan for their life a destiny that that man only God can help them fulfill but you know um yeah I just I don't know I met I met a lot of people today different people and um I'm gonna be committed to going there at least once a week and um oh and then I met this other guy on the way home uh yeah he was I don't want to describe too much I mean he probably would never hear this anyway but um he uh homeless guy he didn't look homeless except for I could tell he was homeless even though he had brand new clothes on he told me later he stole everything he had on but um he was sitting on the sidewalk and he just had the the typical homeless person trying to organize all of his stuff out on the sidewalk spread out (laughs) even though he looked very nice he had his hair colored a bright green and um had a bright fluorescent shirt and he just glowed you know but there were brand new clothes but yeah I could just tell by the way he was behaving that he was 
you know, homeless and an addict. But, um, so I asked him if he needed some socks, and he said, yeah, and we were talking, and he's just such a nice guy, and when I started talking to him about Jesus, he was very, like, um, oh, I don't believe in that, I don't believe in religion, I don't believe, you know, and I'm like, that's fine, and, um, you know, I'm not trying to, like, shove it down his throat or whatever, anyone's throat, but, um, but, uh, we talked some more, and he shared about his, a little bit about his life, and, um, and how ashamed he was, and, and, um, so I asked him if I could pray for him, and he let me pray for him, and by the time I finished praying, he was in tears, and, um, oh gosh, he's just broken, and we hugged, and, um, then he asked me where the Dream Center was, in case he ever changed his mind, and maybe wanted to get help, so, um, so I just told him where it was, but, yeah, I mean, just, uh, being able to love people, and just seeing that God touched his heart, just really encouraged me, and, um, yeah, I'm gonna be praying for him, too, because, I felt his pain, I really did, he was just, I know what it's like to have that shame, I mean, shame really, really, that'll hold you down, man, it's just, yeah, so, I hope I run into him again, but anyways, okay, this is gonna be too long, um, I was gonna break it into two, parts, but whatever, I don't even know how to do that, um, without making it two separate ones, so, anyways, I hope everybody's doing well, God bless, and I'll be on here again soon.